Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Bites. You mean Monday Morning Bites? It is. It is Monday. It is a Monday morning. It's actually like ten forty-five a.m. right now, um, but we're gonna go ahead and record it right now for the sake of time management. And today, Dylan is going to be talking to Daniel and I about MATLAB and all the things that it's about. So, Dylan, what what is MATLAB and what is it about? What does it do? What it does? So I'd like to state, like, right off the top, we are not sponsored by MathWorks currently. Definitely not. Uh, I'm just, I'm fully in love with MATLAB. It's my favorite thing in the world. If it were a person, I would marry it. Oh, so sweet. Um, wow. And so that, that's really why I'm given such... Giving it, giving it such publicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, since we aren't sponsored by MathWorks, but we're we are talking about their product, I'd like to start off by just giving what they say MATLAB is instead of my probably wrong opinions about it. Yes, go for it. Um, so this is from uh, the MathWorks website. Uh, it says MATLAB combines a desktop environment tuned for iterative analysis and design processes with a programming language that expresses matrix and array mathematics directly. It also includes a live editor for creating scripts that combine code, output, and formatted text in an executable notebook. Uh, that's pretty accurate based on my experience. Um, of course it's accurate. It's from the company that made it. I definitely yeah. understood all of that. <laughs> Definitely. Did that was that no, was that no. actually intelligible? Okay. It was. It was intelligible. I'm just saying it is a lot of big words. So sometimes your mind stops and you're like, "What is that actually?" Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things you've got to use to really know how it's going. That's very. Fair. Um, having used it, that's a pretty well written and succinct summary mm-hmm. of how it goes. Um, so MATLAB is a high level programming language. Um, Some people call it like a scripting language. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what the difference is there. I'm hearing it both ways. MathWorks calls it a programming language, so that's what I'm going to go with. Um, And it's also a a programming environment. It's its own own ecosystem. Cool. Um, But it's basically for scientific and engineering calculations. Yeah, because you are a mechanical engineer, as are you, Daniel. You guys are both mechanical Ho- engineers. Still, still major. Well, still you're a mechanical engineer. But yes. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, eventually. Within the next, within the next one, one to two years. One to two years, you guys yes. both have your bachelor's degrees. They trust me with design problems, so I'm comfortable calling myself a mechanical engineer. Yeah. And I, I've worked in the field, so it counts. It'd be pretty yeah. Much. Um. But yeah, I love MATLAB. It feels a lot like programming, like regular, um, like using like a, a, a more base level programming language, um, except it's much easier. Uh, in my opinion, it's a lot faster to code and like more so than anything else that I've found. Um, it's very like intuitive. It's really, um, I guess it, it feels almost exactly like you're like you're just doing math. You know what I mean? Mm, like math. you set up like uh, if you work as an engineer or anything like remotely close to that, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of algebraic expressions that are kind of funky, and it's easy to type it in the calculator, make sense of how all that works. 
Um, but even easier or like more intuitive, I would say, is MATLAB because you'll have all these variables like row and V and whatever, whatever the problem is. With MATLAB, you literally just uh, variable name, assign it to a value, uh, keep on moving down the line, and then just plug in your equation. Um, okay. So to differentiate it from regular programming languages where yeah. there's syntax and you have to the main function and the curly bracket and yeah, you gotta remember how to how to pass variables mm -hmm. and um, you have all that functionality with MATLAB, like you can use for loops and if statements and all of that if you want. Um, but as far as the like base level calculation, it's very like plug and play. Okay, so, so there's not as much the syntax is less complex. There's almost none to remember. Oh, wow. um, nice. And there's there's with the syntax, I would say um, when you want to call MATLAB functions from their custom library, there's a lot to do with that, like where variables go and all of that. But what's fantastic about the MATLAB environment is when you call those functions, um, I think there's like a specific sequence of events that has to happen, but it always just comes up for me. I think you might just need to wait long enough, by like a few seconds. Uh, a little tooltip will appear that says exactly what each of the, the spaces is. So say like, like you would call any function. Essentially it's like, I don't know, let's say square root. Um, no, that's a bad example. Let's say plot. Plot, like, plot, like a graph. Like a graph. Plot is the function of MATLAB, just lowercase plot, and then open parenthesis, and then there's a specific sequence of variables that you can pass to plot, and it'll behave differently based on what it is. So like, you don't even have to put up the graph or anything, it's just the points? And it automatically knows that it's a graph because you said plot? Well, it knows it's a graph because you said plot. Um, plot does a 2D line graph by default. But the way that it constructs that line graph is based on what you pass to it and in what order. And MATLAB will tell you that. And MATLAB will tell you that. Nice. Like the tooltip that comes up is like X comma Y comma line width comma options. It's something like that. Um, I might not be getting it exactly right, but that's basically how it goes. Um, and then you can pass it an x variable that will give it a scale, pass it a y variable that gives it your actual values to associate with that scale, yeah. um, and then you can do little formatting, whatever nonsense um, you want to do as far as what the line looks like. And then all the information after that for that plot has to do with commands that you execute on the following line. You can add a grid, you can add titles to your chart, basically just like Excel. Okay. Um, but you do it through command line. And I actually find it easier. Mm -hmm. There's no like weird buttons and you gotta go to the side panel and all this other check boxes, none of that. Ew. Command line, do do do, put this on the thing. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So like I've never worked with MATLAB as a computer science major. But both of you guys have. Daniel, what have you done with MATLAB? Because I don't know, you haven't done as much as Dylan, I know. But like, what, yes. did you, what did you do, use it for? So, in my class for differential equations, we used MATLAB um, to 
basically to solve differential equation problems. And my engineering analysis class that I'm taking right now, we're going to use it to solve different problems related to engineering. And so that's basically what I've used it for. Okay, so differential, like, so what is a, um, a slight tangent? So what, yeah. what is a differential equation? Because that is a class I have yet to take. I feel like you could explain this very well, Dylan. Differential <laughs> equations are awesome, my jam. It's also <laughs> one of my favorite things. Um, differential equations are the language of math that the entire universe is based on. Wow. Wow. Uh, so we're talking big subjects. Powerful stuff. Yeah. But it deals with imaginary numbers, right? Sometimes. Okay. It depends on what you do with it. Uh, imaginary numbers are a very useful tool to solve DiffEQs. Okay. And a lot of DiffEQs involve imaginary or complex values. Oh, so that's what those are for. Because I've never, I've see, always, you know, they tell you about them, but you never actually see them be useful. So complex values are for primarily, I would say, trigonometry and differential equations. Mm -hmm. And trigonometry, by way of some some shenanigans are kind of a, a form of a differential equation in a very very loose sense um so basically the definition of a differential equation um probably gonna get this wrong but what i would tell you that it is mm -hmm. it's a function or, or it's an equation it's an equality that is formed from a function and either it's derivatives or it's integrals i think if it involves its own integrals, then you kind of call it an integro differential equation. That's a term that gets thrown around, but um, that's honestly jargon because the thing to remember is you're the person that decides what your base function is, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so because because derivative and integral, it's the same thing in two different directions, right? Yes. Yeah. So you can say f of x is the function of between, and you're using its integral and its derivative. As long as you're not putting limits on anything, it doesn't matter. So the function is defined by its integral and derivative together in some way? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it, 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 any function that's related to one or more of its derivatives is by definition a, a uh, differential equation. Okay. So like to kind of work this way back around to MATLAB, so that takes a lot of stuff to do, right? Like it usually takes a long time to solve them and then MATLAB kind of does it without much sweat anyway? Well, it doesn't only take a long time. In some cases, it's impossible. Um, differential equations are very complicated because they're related to their own rate of change. Mm -hmm. um, and so, essentially trying to code that algebraically, um, like you normally would with just simple, this equals this, this equals that, whatever. Yeah. Like a few lines of code, you can't really do it. It usually it takes a solver or some kind of other mathematical method. Now, because we're talking on such general terms, it's hard for me to give you like any specific information mm -hmm. because differential equations, to to say it's a huge field is really putting it lightly. Um, there are many, many, many professional like mathematicians and and. Uh, data scientists that spend their entire lives studying specific kinds of differential equations. It's a, it's honestly, it's it's one of the biggest subjects ever. Huh. Um, it's hard to really, uh, it's hard to even give you an idea of, of what a big topic that is. But so MATLAB, 
can take those differential equations and, or so Matt, so like Daniel can then take those differential equations and put them into MATLAB, so, and MATLAB's still able to solve them anyway, despite the difficulty, like... Yes. Okay. MATLAB has several different ways to solve differential equations, all of which are, like, fairly accurate, um, and very, very useful. Okay. It depends on... What I was trying to get at is it depends on what kind of differential equation. Yeah. Uh, there are many different methods to solve, and MATLAB has, um, fast code for, for quite a few of them. Okay. And normally it would take, like normally thing like a calculator doesn't have a function for the Laplace transformation. Yeah. But MATLAB does. MATLAB does. MATLAB has a way to just take a matrix and Laplace transform it, and it's pretty useful. It's pretty sweet. Dang. Laplace transform is a specific kind of integral that makes differential equations able to be solved with algebra. It makes differential equations able. Okay. Wow. It's pretty great. That's pretty nice. MATLAB's got some big muscles. It really did. Yeah. Um, so, um, I know talking with you, Dylan, about MATLAB in our in our own free time, you have mentioned also that it does stuff like you can build an engine, and but it has like parts and simulates things also, right? So about that, um, that is one of my favorite features, but we're bordering on mixing mixing metaphors here, okay. mixing topics. I want to do that. Definitely not mixing metaphors, but anyway. Uh, so MathWorks has quite a few products. Um, MATLAB is I would call it like their flagship as a company. It's like it's the it's the big one, like the iPhone to Apple. Yeah, kind ah. of. And so um, MATLAB. From all my experience with it, it feels like MathWorks intends MATLAB to be like your home base. It's like, it's the ba base program. Mm -hmm. Everything else runs out of it. Um, so they also have three other products that I use quite a bit. Um, Simulink, Simscape, and uh, Stateflow. All of which you can access through the base MATLAB environment, mm -hmm. but they are separate products. And so when I model an engine or something like that, um, all of those things, like like I mentioned earlier, engineering is based on differential equations. Any engineering device can be simulated through a series of differential equations. And so Simulink lets you model all of those as essentially like a flowchart. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's how I model uh, engines and different things. Okay, so you guys, both of, like both mechanical engineers in general, like both of you guys, do you both use like the math work stuff for your classes? Like you do different types of simulations? For engineering analysis, we do use MATLAB. Yeah. But we don't do, in our CAE class, we use a SOLIDWORKS. Which yeah. Is different, which is a different topic. Is that all there, math works though? No, okay. not even remotely related. Oh, okay, never uh, There. Engineering software is one of the biggest fields of software that exists. There are many, many, many products. Yeah. MathWorks is a like a general purpose type calculator kind of thing. Um, but it's it's like the best for math probably. Yeah. You can and say that. Immensely powerful. It's my personal favorite. 
Yeah. There are a lot of other ones out there. We're not going to mention them because um, it feels weird. Because MATLAB, <laughs> it's basically not worth it. No, I'm kidding. Um, other, other engineering calculation software has its uses. I've used some of those, and they're pretty good. Um, but MATLAB is my personal favorite. The thing about it, though, MATLAB is like a base-level solver um, in a lot of ways. So it's not... It's not intuitively integrated with any kind of part modeling or manufacturing information or anything else. Mm -hmm. Mat MATLAB is what you get out of it. You set up your calculations, um, you do like the work to, to set up your environment, mm -hmm. and then you let the program do all the calculation. Uh, and so it's immensely powerful and really useful for that. Mm -hmm. So it's the kind of thing where it's like the tool is only as good as the person using it type of thing. Well, yeah, and I would say that's true of any engineering software. Um, yeah, that would make sense. Most engineering software, at least for Mechies, um, the way we think about it is like SolidWorks. It's a like a part modeler. You set up like a simulation space, like intuitively, uh, and run, and it does all the calculation in the background. It doesn't even like let you see that. Mm -hmm. MATLAB lets you set up all that calculation yourself. Because um, mm -hmm. you can make like your own functions and stuff. Exactly. And so it's more useful on the, the large-scale design decision um, mm -hmm. type information. Less useful on specific modeling specific parts and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, go ahead. Well, to sum that up real quick, uh, for those who uh, have any kind of like engineering experience, I would classify MATLAB in it's much more useful for systems engineering than it is like specifically mechanical parts or specifically like an electrical component. It's much more for like the system as a whole. Okay, so is it's something that college students use, that you guys as college students use, but it's also like used professionally? Yes. Okay. NASA used it. Um, Honestly, if I try and just recall it, there was a mission uh, involving a satellite not too long ago. Uh, they used MATLAB to do all of the control programming. Oh, wow. So they programmed the model, set it up, compared it against experimental data, tuned it, all this other stuff, and they used one of MATLAB's best features, which is the ability to convert to C code. And they took their MATLAB script, converted it into C code, debugged it, and literally loaded that C code onto the operating computer for the satellite. Ah, wow, that's pretty cool. And it worked. Wow. So the C converting it to C code, <clears throat> does it do? It only converts to C code, or can you? Can I convert to like Java if I want to? Um, I hate to say it, but I'm not positive on that. Okay. So there's I guess um I could also ask. Is there, is there a particular reason why C code? Is that that's just kind of what they picked? C code runs faster, and it should generally better support it on like, limited hardware. For an application like a satellite or anything like that, that's equipment that you don't want to have so much computational power that you can run MATLAB. You want uh, like a the simple executable. That would make sense. More base level. Yeah, in my, I think in my programming classes, I think they've described C code before as um, it's like lower, closer to the actual hardware of the computer. Yeah. Versus like <clears throat> Java is kind of like you need more things in order to run Java, whereas C code doesn't take as much. Mm -hmm. 
it's not like, and then like you have like other languages like assembly language, which is like real close, but not quite as easy to program, and then C code, and then like Java, if you wanted to put three random programs in a hierarchy. So that would make sense. MATLAB is like higher than Java. Yes. Like quite a bit. Yeah, but turning it into C code makes it lower. So that would make sense why NASA would just load the C code onto the satellite, because I assume satellites don't run Windows. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think you want to launch something like a thousand miles an hour way above the atmosphere and then like hit like try and double click on the little MathWorks icon wait for the latency yeah <laughs> that's, that's pretty rough yeah in addition to just the regular Windows latency as well yeah that's true too oh all gosh of a oh god it's all updates all of a sudden like hold it oh wait it's hold on I gotta I gotta log into my MathWorks account yeah. to get it into my file yeah that would be no fun. Um, so we are at about 21 minutes right now. Um, I guess, was there anything else that either of you guys wanted to mention about MATLAB before, um, before we run out of time? Want to or need to, because I could talk for years. Um, well, well we, have, we have the time, so. Oh, uh, Dylan, why don't you tell us what you've done with MATLAB? That's right, yeah, well, you know that, that question. That is a beautiful, beautiful question. I would love to answer that. Um, I basically use it for all of my engineering classes and have for like the last year and a half. Um, it makes homework so easy, um, especially when you're dealing with high-level design problems. One of the biggest applications I've had for it is uh, I took a class called Design of Mechanisms. Mm -hmm. um, some people, that's like their mechanical design too, out of three. Which, that means you like design moving parts and stuff. Yeah, it's basically kinematic chains. That yeah. is, that's the idea. So, uh, cranks, rockers, crank rockers, rocker cranks. There's a lot <laughs> of cranks and rockers. Uh, um, yes. Anyone, anyone who's taken like an equivalent class will be nodding their heads right now. It's pretty. Uh, it's what you spend a lot of time on. Cams, yep. cams, gears, all that. Uh, of course. But it's the it's the geometry of those systems that the class focuses on and the dynamics. Okay. MATLAB is super useful for that because ultimately it's all algebra. It's all, all algebra and trigonometry. Mm -hmm. And so I would set up my program in MATLAB um, basically using like complex numbers uh, through like MATLAB's like uh, standard library to compute all these algebra and to output it. Uh, and I even got to a point toward the end of the class not only could I plot like um, things like torque over time and stuff like that very easily, mm -hmm. um, and mechanical advantage, I could plot the actual uh, layout of the system in like a scatter plot. So uh, whenever you design a mechanism, basically you have um, points, um, like your fixed points where your pins are and different things. And I could plot all of those points to let me see the layout of it, which made actually diagramming the machine way easier. So it, you had a scatter plot of different pins, pins being like connections? Yeah. Like, the, like connection points, yeah. Okay. You pick uh, one pin joint to be your ground uh, when you set up your 2D space that the uh, mechanism like lives in. Mm -hmm. Ground being like the reference point? Exactly. Okay. And, and that's honestly, usually it's like an arbitrary um, 
like you'll have one you'll have two connections to your ground link is what you call it um which is essentially it, it's the part that doesn't move um, okay. relative to you yes um usually you'll have two especially if you have like a four bar linkage which is your most common um and you just pick one of those and that is your zero zero that's your origin it doesn't really matter which one it is it changes the math but you just uh, it's a vector loop, so you set it up accordingly, uh, and you can scatter plot if that's your zero zero. One of the most important things in uh, a design mechanisms problem is figuring out the length of your links, um, because that determines what parts you need to manufacture and all of your like subsequent mechanical calculations. Uh, length is incredibly important. Okay, so like in short, you use MATLAB. To do all of those. To do a bunch of mechanical stuff. That, mechanic, like, that is the TLDR of, okay. <laughs> of, of my big ramble. I am I am realizing as you're saying this that I'm kind of well, like, as I'm getting I, a little Start talking about, I don't know what a linkage is, like, yeah, it kind of goes over my head. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. There's there's too much jargon to be learned in engineering. Yeah. It's hard to communicate. Yeah, like, I could guess, like, it's probably, it's like a link, but like, I don't know. It's it's a lot of, a lot of big mechanical engineering words on um, computer science major. The gist of it is any if you have any kind of STEM job and you end up punching things into a calculator and writing them out on paper and doing uh, all of that drudgery, MATLAB can make your life a lot easier. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. There are a couple more things I'd like to mention about what makes MATLAB so great. One of its best features is that all the files are super easy to share. Uh, so that's one thing, uh, one of the reasons I've used it for all my classes is there are classmates of mine that are also able to run MATLAB um, and I will code the problem like we'll both come up with our own code, we'll share it with each other, and like debug each other's programs. Like we get different outputs, whatever. Oh, neat. It's uh, makes it super easy. And though I haven't used that professionally yet, I can see how that's like an obvious slam dunk. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so I guess we're getting pretty close to wrapping up. Um, any closing comments and thoughts about MATLAB? Do you guys have any? Um, I'm, I'm still a beginner with MATLAB, so I'm learning as I go. I think it's a great program for any math you have to do. I think measuring numbers especially, like this is the program that can deal with measuring numbers. I haven't really encountered another program. I'm sure there's programs out there that can. Yeah. This is the most accessible, I think, to deal with that sort of stuff. Mm, for sure. Because uh, I like the format, it makes it a lot easier to understand what's going on in my mm -hmm. opinion with that. Um, I love MATLAB. Um, I can tell. MathWorks, if you want to hit us up with a sponsorship, you know, I'm, uh, my door is always open. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, uh, it'd be pretty great. Um, <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I, I recommend it to everyone. Any anytime I talk with underclassmen, which is pretty often, I tell them, you know what? If you've taken linear algebra, um, you need to start getting into MATLAB. Uh, you really need an understanding of 
what arrays and matrices are before MATLAB really becomes super powerful to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you have that, I mean, sky's the limit, man. Yeah. All right. Super cool. Thank you, both of you guys. Thank you, Joey. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in to today's episode. And we will see you guys next week. 